You know, remember that if that thought comes and tells you that you know you have done all you can and there's nothing more in this world that can help you to get you better, to get you healed, don't believe in that voice, right? Hello everyone and welcome back to another soulful and amazing episode on the Good Life Podcast, the platform to help you open your mind and live a life of meaning and beautiful purpose. If this is your first time to this channel, a warm welcome to you. And if you have been tuning in for a while now, thank you so much for being here with us on the Good Life Podcast, journeying with us on this beautiful spiritual journey. You know, we love reading all of your reviews, your insights, so thank you so much for sharing them with us. It means a whole lot to us. And if you haven't left one, please do leave a review. It will be so great to hear from you as well. You know, we truly do appreciate your presence, your love, your support for this channel. And it has been such a pleasure seeing this beautiful community grow and flourish. And it is all because of you. So thank you so much. And in today's episode, I want to be deep diving on ways you can start navigating through that dark place you or your loved ones, you know, might be going through right now to move to a place where, you know, you might be feeling and seeing that light and ray of hope, right? So, you know, when we talk about the dark place, right, it is essentially this place where, you know, you feel helpless, right? It's one where all you can hear, you know, are those negative thoughts telling you that you can never be cured, you can never be healed, that, you know, you can't do it, that you are this worthless human being and you are one complete failure. You know, it's possibly one where, you know, you just want to sleep your worries away, you know, and hope it goes away the minute you wake up. It's one where, you know, the world and people around you, you know, they could be hurting, but you know, you just don't seem to have the energy to attend to it at all. You know, it feels like everything around you seems so overwhelming um, and it seems so mundane, you know, for you to look at. It's also one where you might, you know, just let go of taking care of you. So, you know, you might not have the mood to eat right anymore. You know, you don't have the mood to dress up anymore. You don't have the mood to respond to texts or emails anymore. Or you just don't have the mood to live life anymore, right? So when darkness is trapped in your mind, in your body, everything else, you know, looks so gloomy, so negative, right? So this dark place can feel really, really dark and lifeless. And it can be one, you know, really lonely experience to be in. And therefore, you know, trying to get out of that dark place alone can be, you know, super overwhelming to do without knowing the tools to help you through it. So, you know, one of the things I feel is important to do is to acknowledge to yourself that there is a problem that you're facing right now, right? I find that one of the most common things we tend to do is we tell ourselves that we don't have a problem or that it isn't so serious. 
But the implications of this denial is that it encourages our conscious mind to try to justify our current emotional state of negativity and darkness by creating, you know, this list of excuses, right? Nod your head right now if this is something that you've done before. Right, in order to avoid thinking those dark, you know, negative feelings, you tend to make up, you know, this list of excuses, telling yourself that, oh, you know, I'm okay, it's nothing too serious, or you know, I would just like, you know, sleep it off and it will magically go away. Right? How many times have you created that excuse? How many times have you told yourself that you're not having a problem when you are in fact facing a legit problem? So, you know, this list of excuses that we tend to create, it prevents our minds, right, from actually addressing the real reasons behind those dark feelings we feel. And so when you have this real fear of acknowledging these real issues, it will result in you, you know, hiding behind excuses for your feelings. And it could result in you secluding yourself from other people so that they can't challenge your deeper problems. It could be you procrastinating important tasks to be done. It could also result in you losing motivation and hope to do anything, right? Or, you know, it could also be one where you tend to put on several masks, right? Portraying a different self from what you really feel on the inside. You know, for instance, the mask that you constantly put on for the world to see is one which is, you know, always this chirpy, happy and laughing person, right? Which is completely incongruent to what you truly feel on the inside, you know, one of pain and hurt, right? And so if you find yourself, you know, going into, you know, these patterns of withdrawing from the society, um, you know, putting all these masks, constantly feeling, you know, lethargic with no apparent reason, you know, these are symptoms and signs to look out for because it is often a reflection of something deeper that is brewing on the inside, right? So step number one, no matter how scary and painful it may be for you to actually acknowledge, it is important to do that, right? It is about allowing yourself to come to terms that, you know, you are going through something right now, something that is, you know, causing you to see the world in, you know, great darkness and sorrow. So the next thing, it is about creating that awareness of the patterns of our thoughts, in order to understand better the meaning of our thoughts, right? Because the thoughts we have hold important clues to our deeper self, right? And it is key to the source of understanding our pain within. So using the idea of time, our thoughts can be categorized in three areas, past, present, and future. So if your goal is to be in the now, you know, to be in the present moment as much as possible, then start with identifying your thoughts and putting it in one of these three categories, you know, either a past, which is based on memory and recollection, or it could be future, which is based on a whole lot of planning and visioning, or the now, which is simply the present moments. So the first rule, you know, when trying this exercise is to practice no judgment. And I know it can be really easy to jump in and quickly judge your own thoughts, you know, to shame it for thinking that way. 
But please try to resist that and to allow your thoughts to just flow, right? I want you to remind yourself that you are not considered a bad or weak person for having thoughts about your past or future. I want you to remind yourself, right, that you are only human and having thoughts is part of being human. So what I want you to try is to take a piece of paper, you know, write down all those thoughts that you are hearing in your mind right now, right? And once you got them all listed out, I would like you to categorize those thoughts, right? So you could put like, you know, in a bracket beside each thought, right? So in brackets beside each of the thoughts that you've listed out, I want you to categorize them as, you know, either a past thought, a present thought, or a future thought. So, you know, a thought that would come under that past category, it would be based on something that you have already experienced and, you know, you find yourself reliving it in the present moment. So a past thought is essentially something that you already know. So for instance, you know, it could be thoughts of sadness, right? Thinking about a breakup that happened to you many years ago. It could also be a thought that popped up in your mind, you know, reminding you of those times when you know, your classmates were so mean to you, you know, and this could be something that happened 10 years ago. It could also be a thought that popped up in your mind that reminded you of you know, the sexual abuse that you went through as a teen. It could be a thought that popped up in your mind that reminded you that, you know, that one time that you got humiliated by your boss in front of your colleagues. So, you know, those are examples of thoughts of your past. A thought of the future is something that involves you thinking about something coming up in time to come that you are planning about in your head, right? So the future thought is essentially based on what you imagine will come. So for instance, you know, it could be you, you know, practicing a conversation in your mind, right? That you want to have your boss or your spouse in the future that gets you super anxious and super scared. It could also be you thinking about an uncertain future, right? Not knowing when the pandemic is going to end, not not knowing like, you know, when the lockdowns are going to end, you know, and not knowing when all the, you know, travel bans and restrictions are going to be lifted, right? So it could be a whole like array of thoughts that could come to our mind with regard to the future, with regard to uncertainties right? So whatever lies between the knowing, which is based on the past, and the imagination, which is based on the future, it becomes the present. It becomes your present. So, you know, just as a bridge, right? Imagine a bridge, you know, a bridge has anchors on either bank of a river to hold the bridge up firmly, to prevent it from collapsing, Our life, you know, our life, it has those anchors too. And it's made up of our past and our future. So the bridge is synonymous to what we commonly call the here and now, our present, which is anchored in our past and our future. And I hope, you know, that example of the bridge got you thinking about how important it is to have a past and a future right? Because our past forms the link to where we want to go in our future. Without a past, we won't have a present. We won't have that bridge. And without thinking about a future, 
there's nothing to hold that bridge firmly up, right? So the length of the past, the length of our past, it depends on the number of experiences that we store in our memory, that we closely relate to. And the extent of the future, it depends on our imagination and our projections of our desires and aspirations into a future timescale. So if you really think about it, you know, there is nothing real about the future at this very moment. You know, we can imagine and dream and worry a whole lot, but that's all there is to it, right? Just a dream, just a worry in our minds. And the more we live in the imagination that hasn't happened, the less we live in our present moments. And it is the same that goes with, you know, our past memories, right? The more we build a home in our past, the less we are in the here and now. And so when you are focused too much on your past or your future, you're not spending your time walking or running on the bridge, right? But you are somewhat stuck midair somewhere else. And so, you know, when you are able to identify the time frame of the thought that you're having right now, you know, whether it is in the past, present or future, it really helps you to recognize firstly where you are mainly stuck in and, you know, where is your pain mainly stemming from. And from that wisdom that you've acquired in, you know, understanding which time frame your mind is mainly at, it allows you to know what tools that you can leverage on to help you to be more in the present moment and to help you to see where is the starting point that you need to focus on for healing and recovery, right? I think, you know, one of the most frustrating things to deal with, it is not knowing where to start, right? Not knowing what is really causing you to be in this dark place. But once you know, Right. Once you have that better clarity, it really helps a whole lot. So, you know, that confusion and heaviness that you feel, it turns into something, you know, less scary, you know, less overwhelming. It becomes lighter. Right. So, for instance, if, you know, you find that you are dealing with a whole lot of past thoughts, then, you know, that might be something that you could explore. You might want to explore, right, with your therapist to further unpack on the blockages that you feel are weighing you down. If, you know, for instance, you are dealing with trauma from a past, the thing with, you know, trauma to know is that it doesn't simply go away once that traumatic event is over. You know, instead, traumatic events are profound experiences that can really shape the way a person, you know, see themselves, others, and even the world. And because, you know, the trauma was so impactful, it is normal for people to block out that experience from their memory, you know, even try to avoid any reminders of the trauma. So, you know, this has then become how, you know, people who experience trauma survived, right? However, you know, the consequences of these survival mechanisms, they usually lack integration, right? They are usually lack of integration of the traumatic experience. 
such that you know it becomes the experience in a person's life rather than one of many. So you know trauma survivors often experience dissociation from that painful event, disrupting the person's ability to feel safe in their own bodies again. You know which is why when you feel triggered, you can suddenly feel like you are reliving that pain all over again. You know even though this is something that you know may have happened many years ago. And it's because of the lack of processing of the trauma, right? The lack of processing of that trauma, it pulls you away from your present moment. And the mind is, you know, in this cycle of trying to find closure, of trying to, you know, seek answers for what has happened in the past, right? So the good thing is that, you know, in therapy, there are many useful therapeutic tools that the therapist can work with you to help you get better. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to a professional, you know, and to have a more accurate diagnosis of what you're really going through right now. And, you know, that is, um, you know, a brilliant way to explore ways on how you can get better and how you can actually cope with your emotions better as well. Are you feeling low and down of late? Have you tried thinking positive but nothing seems to fight off those negative thoughts that keep swirling inside your mind? Does the pain of your past keep haunting you today, taking away every single opportunity to feel and to be more in your present? If you'd like to heal the wounds holding you back, if you'd like to live a life of freedom and bliss, drop us your interest at info at thegoodlifepodcast.live. That's L-I-V-E. For more details on how we can help you live the life of your dreams. So the next tip that I would like to share with you, it is about having that awareness on what your fuel tank is like and to do what fuels it. Right. So an example that I may use for someone who feels like they are trapped in a dark place, navigating through life. And, you know, this is also something based on what I have personally experienced in my life as well. You know, I feel that it's similar to driving a car. You know, a fueled car has a gas tank that needs refueling, right? So the more you drive the car, the more petrol gets consumed and the more you need to get it refueled. And if I may bring it back to the context of our lives, you know, when you are in a dark place navigating through the everyday life, it almost feels like, you know, you are constantly running on your reserve fuel tank. And I want you to imagine this, right? Imagine you have, you know, a number of places to drive to today, you know, a number of errands that you need to attend to. But your fuel tank says that you only have about, you know, 30 km of fuel left. And let's say, you know, the nearest gas station is like 50 km away. So, you know, what does it make you feel, right? Well, I can share with you how I would feel in that situation. You know, I would be freaking out. I would be anxious. I would be annoyed, right? Because, you know, I know there's so many things that needs to be done, but... I realize that I don't have enough fuel to get me to all of those places. So, you know, me trying to outrun the fuel tank, it's not really, you know, a good idea. <laughs> the more I try to be overly ambitious and the more I tell myself that, oh, you know, I can drive to all those places and the reserve fuel tank is going to get me to all those places. So the more I am in denial 
of how much of fuel is really left and you know realistically like how many places that I can actually go to with that amount of fuel if I am constantly not trying to see the reality for what it is um, I'm probably going to be you know stranded somewhere <laughs> right with my car so the more I try to be overly ambitious and in denial the more I might find myself being stranded with zero fuel left in the car and I don't think that's good for the car I don't think it's good for my anxiety, you know, and when you think about life, you know, when you think about how much you are trying to constantly push yourself when you are low on fuel, how does it make you feel when you do that to yourself, right? You know, you know that you don't have a lot of energy and bandwidth left, but you keep forcing yourself to be normal. And, you know, what is normal anyways, right? Normal is such a subjective word. Right? So, you know, you force yourself to be okay when you are clearly not okay. You force yourself to do things that you usually do when your energy level is like full, right? Is when it's 100%. But now, you know, it's not even close to that 100. It's not even 50%. It's probably maybe like what? Less than 30, less than 20. But you're still telling yourself, oh, you know, I can do it. I can do this. I can do that. I just need to do this and then I'll be okay. But you're just lying to yourself, right? What does that lying do to you? How does it make you feel, right? Because all that lying, all that denying, it is just going to push your body to extreme dangerous levels of exhaustion. When your body is severely tired and exhausted, it will not be in you know, a good space to think you know, correctly, to think logically. And that is when all those scary, dark thoughts will come creeping in and dominate your mind and dominate your life, right? So I would like you to do a little exercise um, for you to give yourself a rating, your energy levels a rating from 1 to 10. So 10 being you feeling, you know, most exhausted, where you are really feeling most negative about yourself, and one being the opposite of that. So if your rating turns out to be something that is more than five, then I would like you to start to really start you know, deprioritizing the things in your life right now that are not super duper important to be looked at right now. And perhaps, you know, you might say, oh my God, Nor, everything is important. Everything needs attending to. Now, this is where I need you to tell yourself that not everything is equally as important. I know perhaps, you know, society or maybe, you know, your boss has been telling you everything is important, huh? Everything is like super urgent. But you get to decide on what is important to you, right? That particular task, that work that needs to be done, yeah, you know, it might be important to your boss. But at the end of the day, you know, if working and pushing yourself to do that work, right, by that deadline is going to kill you, is going to drive you insane, then it is not worth it. Trust me, it is not worth it, right? Because at the end of the day, if you find yourself totally burned out, totally exhausted by the things that you have to, you know, constantly attend to, right? then who is going to be saving you? Who's going to be recharging your battery? 
at some point and moment in your life, you need to muster up that courage to draw that line on what you can honestly prioritize right now in your life, right? Not everything that comes your way is supposed to be seen as priority number one, right? Because again, you are only human, you know, in a day, you have limited amount of capacity and energy, right? And if most parts of your day and your energy is expended on other things other than you, then you're not going to be left with a lot, you know, for you to feel good about your own life, right? Which is why a lot of times at the end of the week, at the end of the month, you just, you know, like, you know, ask yourself like, oh my God, like, what, what, what did I do? You know, like, what have I been living for? You know, you look at all these things and you wonder, like, what value does it truly bring to me? Right? When you start really asking yourself all these questions, it is really time, you know, for you to sit down, to look at, you know, all these projects, all these things, all these tasks that you, you know, have been required to attend to. And to really sit down and to be honest with yourself on whether do you still want to continue doing all those things? Do you, do you still want to be um, you know, engaging in those relationships, those projects? right? And only you can truly, truly answer that. And another thing that you can also explore, right, to mindfully, proactively look out for things to help you feel better you know, so from that rating that you have previously done. So let's say if you rated yourself um, a number eight, right? Eight on the exhaustion scale. So eight's a pretty high number, right? Ask yourself, you know, I'm feeling number eight right now. What can I do to bring that number down to a number seven, right? So, you know, for instance, does talking to a friend help? Does talking to your therapist help? Does going for a walk help? Does journaling help, right? Does painting help? Does decluttering of your physical space help, right? So I want you to just think of just one thing that you can do right now in this very moment that can help quickly disrupt that negative vibe that you are feeling right now. So just focus on that one thing. The idea... It is to move away from the place of feeling that makes you feel down. And the way to do this is to engage in something that is different to disrupt that pattern that you're feeling, right? Remember, it's about baby steps. That's all that you need to focus right now, right? And I know when you are in that dark space, it can be hard to think about big things that you can do for yourself. So don't bother about those big things. Just focus on the next small thing that you can do differently to help you to move in a different space. A space feeling that, you know, that light. A space where you don't feel so much of that darkness, right? And that baby step it may not, you know, eradicate or eliminate that darkness that you feel immediately, but it is nudging you and moving you 
in the right direction. And that is what you're going for, right? Baby steps towards a different direction. So, you know, by putting one step in front of the other, you will learn to walk again. Your heart will be happy again. You know, this time of darkness that you're feeling right now, it does not define you. It does not have to last forever. You know, it may seem so hard and excruciating to navigate through it, but believe that you can get through it. You know, remember that if that thought comes and tells you that, you know, you have done all you can and there's nothing more in this world that can help you to get you better, to get you healed, don't believe in that voice, right? Because there is always more out there that you haven't really tapped on or haven't really experimented on, right? The possibilities of help and healing for you, it is endless. So by taking that first step, then another, and then another one, you know, one step at a time, you know, you will eventually advance further and faster to your desired outcome, right? But it takes time, dear one. It takes patience for you to see your efforts bear its fruits. And there will come, you know, a time as you begin to do more of this, right? As you practice more of this, where you see yourself truly gaining the momentum necessary, you know, for you to, to see that change really happen, you know, thick and fast to the point that you won't even have to think about it, right? Believe that that moment can happen for you. When you consistently put in the work, the change you see becomes so autonomous and so systematic, you know, such that it creates this new pattern, which forms the tapestry of your new life. And isn't it beautiful, you know, living where you start living from a place of true freedom and abundance. You know, take this moment and just close your eyes and visualize what that beautiful moment looks like to you. And as you begin to embark on this beautiful journey of healing, remember that everyone's journey is different. You know, some people can jump into the ocean and swim straight away. However, others, they take a little longer as they build up the confidence and skills to make that plunge. And, you know, it's totally okay, right, to go at a pace that you are comfortable with, right? That is what makes each and every one of, you know, our journey unique. You know, everyone is ready and they'll be ready in their own time. And there is no set deadline for people to overcome their pain and their challenges. The most important thing for you to focus on is to keep progressing, to do your best and to work towards your goal. Have that vision, that goal so strong in your mind right now. And don't let setbacks set you back. Because life, it is an adventure. And with every adventure, it involves you taking chances, going through you know, those obstacles and learning how to do better each time. And I so hope that this episode has truly helped you gain the wisdom, awareness and skills much needed to help you or even your loved ones through it all, right? 
Much love to you. Thank you so much once again for listening all the way through, dear one. I truly do appreciate from the bottom of my heart, you know, for you taking this time to listen all the way through. If you thoroughly enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with your loved ones. Don't forget to also follow us on our Instagram, thegoodlife underscore podcast to be part of our beautiful, growing online community of conscious change makers. I truly can't wait for you to listen to the next soulful and amazing episode. But I do hope in the meantime for now, you do take care, stay safe, be bold be beautiful and say the amazing you that you are take care dear one much love to you bye